welcome to the Do It Get podcast. Because I don't think they get. I actually get, but do they get? No, they don't get. Do you get that they don't get? They that don't they get, get that they don't get. No, they don't get it. We you get don't get it. If you don't get it, forget about it. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Do You Get podcast. And this is Flores. Hey guys, what's up? It's me, it's me. How are you guys doing? I feel like I keep asking how you guys doing, but nobody can actually respond. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just going to keep it so. But you guys can answer me, okay? You can, you can. All right. Um, and today we have a special guest. And her name is Adun. Yes. Oh my god! I remember the first day that like I met. I I think I met Adun multiple times, but like that first day that we like connected, I was an RA. We were sitting in. I was sitting in like one of these dorms, and she came by when I was playing Afrobeat. And then from there, we had like a whole one hour conversation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god, it was so cool. But yeah, Adun is here and I'm excited to have her here. Whoop, 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 whoop. I'm excited to be here. <laughs> so, Adun, how was your week? How was your day? How are you doing? This week. All I can say is God is good. Um, <laughs> because, Hallelujah. Yes, that's it. You know, I'm starting to understand, you know, our parents when they're there and you just see them going through it and they're like, God is good. You know, because if I, if I, if I say something else, hey. if I say anything else, it would not be good. So, I mean, I've had a pretty, it was a good week. I, I would say like Friday I had an exam, so... Y'all, this whole STEM kini is the black women in STEM, women in STEM. It's it's not for the it's week. Not beans. It's, not it's not beans. It's not cake. <laughs> so you know, just keep us uh, girlies in STEM in, in your yeah. prayers, please. In your prayers, amen. <laughs> uh, we need God. It's oh, true. Gosh. But otherwise, other than that, you know, it's been a good week. Yesterday, I cleaned my room. And today, yeah. I, like, clean my bathroom, and I'm just like feeling real fresh and clean. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. yes, a good reset. Ready to start over. Ready to start over Monday. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. How are yeah. you guys? I feel like I don't know if people ask back, but like, how are you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm doing good. It's just this working and studying every day. I'm very exhausted, but mm. God is good. Like you said, <laughs> God is good. I'm just yeah. trying to keep it together. Semi high. It's crazy that everybody had a crazy week because I had this craziest week I've had since I started my nine to five. Like, even my body was just like, yeah, this week was insane. Like, mm-hmm. so yeah, I'm happy to be at the end of it. Like, it was tough, but you know, we made it. I learned a lot, I experienced a lot, but you know. We survived. I'm excited to go lie down and just relax. And oh my god! Watch a yeah. movie, mm. eat something nice. But yeah, yes. Oh. Crazy. Yeah. So you already know what time it is. Flores, can I have joy? 
Can I have peace? Thank you very much. You guys already know. And I do, I'm sure you know. And if you don't know, you will get to know. It's time for the best part of this podcast, in my opinion, <laughs> which is the dilemmas. We're going into the blind leading the blind section. And today we have one dilemma. And honestly, I feel like I feel like this dilemma is pretty relatable and I'm excited to hear what your friends think. So it goes. Most of my friends are in serious relationships or dating around. I'm open to dating and stuff, but I feel like I'm not getting any attention. I don't want to say I'm jealous of my friends, but I feel like I'm lonely when it comes to that department. What advice would you have for me? Hmm. Florence, do you want to go first or we kind of talked about the last episode how like we both of us like we don't have that problem so it's very it's very interesting maybe you go first and i have to get my thoughts together okay talking. um wow uh that is a hefty a hefty dilemma um yeah i would most definitely thanks to the person for sharing first of all mm-hmm. um and secondly for me i guess i kind of had that problem um coming up and then in college i feel like that sort of with school and everything it sort of became less of a priority for me mm-hmm. um but the advice that I was given and I would give is like the kind of cliche advice, which is just, you know, keep living your life, focus on being the best version of yourself that you can be. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, you don't want to be in a place where you want this thing that you might not be ready for it. Right. Know? And we tend to like give ourselves a lot like more credit when in terms of preparation than sometimes we you know, owe ourselves. Because, you know, for me, it's difficult when you receive something and you don't know how to maintain it and you have to kind of learn on the job. Like, so in this time, like, and you know me, I just finished saying God is good. Like, I will be God. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, you know, God's timing is literally always right. Like, you are in this portion of your life for a reason. You're in this season for a reason. And Mm -hmm. you will, like not regret keeping present in this moment and something i've heard said is like never wish any moment away you know you won't get it back there's so much in singleness that there is to be enjoyed um and i don't know that's what i would say i feel like it's a little insensitive because i feel like if i were like told that and i had said that i'm like what what you don't understand and i'm like no but i but i do (laughs) and i like i i get it But I think that the best thing you can do is, like, don't hesitate to put yourself out there, try new things, and all of that. Not so that you can get attention, but as you, like, expand your person, you will, Mm. you know, get to meet more people, network more. And, you know, maybe that special somebody will come along. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Adam has Uh, just put some jazz for you. Yeah, honestly. But, like, to add to that, like, I also had that struggle at some point in my life. Not with having the pressure from other people, but it's just, like, sometimes you're just like, ah, I just kind of want this attention. Like, it's right. a human thing to want mm-hmm. people to like you or, like, crave some sort of romantic relationship with somebody. Mm-hmm. 
But I just feel like there's so much more to life. Like, like Adam said, if you just really focus on becoming the best version of yourself, like you would at some point, hopefully will attract somebody that would match that best version of yourself. Like Mm. don't use that like pressure or feeling of loneliness to drive you into like I just said, rushing your season, you know, um, just focus on you. I think that's what helped me just changing my focus from, I want somebody to give me attention to like, just living the life that I have and loving and learning to appreciate and love the the life that I have and hoping that somewhere along the line when I'm getting more experiences and stuff that I can meet that person. But I just feel like, yeah, focus on your self. It's very cliche. (laughs) That's what what everybody is saying. Like, that person will come. Don't use that pressure to make you hate, like, who you are. I think that's mm-hmm. my biggest thing. Like, don't hate who you are. Learn to love yourself. And if there's something about yourself you don't like, try to change it so that when you're out there now dating, like, you're now dating with more purpose because you mm-hmm. know who you are, you know what you want, and yeah. you know that you want somebody to match it. So, mm-hmm. I'm in Security. that journey too, so you're not alone. <laughs> like I'm in that journey too. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, I agree with everything you guys are saying. I think the last thing I would say though is like when you're lonely and like when you're looking at others, like you tend to compare yourself. Don't compare yourself to like your friend's situation. And also like I feel like because we're all young and dating, like on social media too, like dating is also very amplified. And like mm-hmm. everyone is like don't compare yourself to what you see online or what you see like in your friend's relationship. Like, oh, all my friends have a man. Why don't I have a man? Am I not attracted? Da, da, da. Like, like they're saying like, like because you don't have a man doesn't mean that you're not a fine girl. Yeah. Like, you are a hot cake. Loud like. <laughs> like you don't need that as a confirmation of like your sexiness or whatever like you are who you are and, like starting that and i feel like if you do like what admin and friends are seeing like you know developing yourself and i also like spend time by yourself alone like that's how you like love yourself and everything like i feel like when you have that is i don't like just i don't say i've gone off topic yes <laughs> Yeah, like I think those are everything we said. I feel like that's all the advice I would give. So, yeah, it's tough out here. You're not, you're definitely not like, the only yeah, one. Not the only even, one. <laughs> even me that is talking, some days I have days where I'm like, dang. literally. <laughs> so, it, it is what it is. We want normal. examples come to us. We are examples of people. That <laughs> <laughs> It's a, it's a journey, for real. Yeah, for it really real. is. But, I mean, I'm just imagining, like, if you get to a place where, like, you are enjoying who you are, anybody else would just be, at, like, an addition. Literally. Somebody you have to cling to. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. But, yeah. 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 Girl, we have you in our hearts. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Oh, my God. So are we ready to go to the news section? Yeah. Nobody's giving me a response. Yes, so we are here. Yes, Yes, ma'am. Yes, (laughs) ma'am. So we're getting into the news section called If You Don't Get It. 
Forget about it. Uh-uh. Stevie, what's going on with you today? You're supposed to be the one to answer this thing. You don't get. I said forget about it. I did it say that. It took like two twenty seconds to say it. No, I did not. What are you talking about, bro? And then you also said new. This is new. <laughs> Sorry. She says she is true to this. She is not new to this. Literally. Please. She's Let not new. Okay. Was quiet because I was like new. Like what's going on? This been okay, happening. Let me let me continue. Okay, so okay. we talked about last season that we wanted to amplify stories that are not necessarily talked about in our communities and on social media. And so we have Adam today who will be talking to about talking to us, Jesus Christ, talking to us English about is and you are fighting back about. I beg, English is not my first language. Okay, mm-hmm. talking to us okay. about her experience. That's a lie. But talking to us about her experience. <laughs> Bro. No, I'm trying to see. I'm trying to introduce sorry. a very serious topic here. What's going on? Sorry, sorry. <clears throat> Apologies. Okay. Excuse me. So Adam will be talking to us about her experience living with alopecia. Um. So Adam, first things first, we're just going to ask you to tell us about your childhood and when you knew you had alopecia. Right, right. Well, again, thank you so much for having me on. I was so, so happy to, to chat and to catch up with both of you. Um, into my childhood we go. Uh, mm-hmm. I was born with a head full of hair. As a matter of fact, I was kind of, like my mom would get compliments about my hair growing up. So you can oh, wow. imagine, fast forward to now, you know, how, what a journey it's been. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, I went from having like the longest hair of my siblings. Um, oh, wow. We went to Nigeria one year and we came back and I started noticing that, um, or my mom would start to notice that like some clumps of my hair would fall out when she would try to like brush it. And it was just mm. more than, you know, you know how shedding works, you know. So it was just more than was she's like, ah, what's this? Like, and my mom, um, to the glory of Almighty, she practices medicine, she's a physician, and so she, mm. you know, the gears were already turning. She was like yeah. looking at me, looking for symptoms of anything else, like, and she actually was the one who um diagnosed me, but this is not her like field. So she went and actually right. got yeah. one of her friends mm-hmm. that was in the field and was like, Oh, I think this is what this is, and then that person was like, yes, this is what that is. So um, took me to the dermatologist because that's who you diagnose as alopecia. Um, this is when okay. I was around nine years old. And I, um, you know, went and they were like, they te- checked me for something else called tinnitus, which is like an infection. They, they didn't, it wasn't that. And then they were like, okay, you have alopecia. So um, at that point, I was diagnosed with alopecia areata, which literally means patchy hair loss. So, like, just okay. loss of clumps of hair on the scalp. Like, that will cause you, oh, like, nothing major health-wise. Like, it's just your hair falling out. It's an autoimmune disorder. Okay. So, your body registers your hair follicles as foreign. So, mm. you know, that's, you know, I had to deal with that when I was nine. I was you know, it was like my first big, like, oh, wow, what's going on? Um, yeah. Cause you know, as a kid, you feel like you're in control, like right. you know, egocentric. You're like, oh, the world revolves around me. <laughs> da, 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 da. Like I was still grappling with all of the stuff 
um, that can and do happen to your body, your life that mm-hmm. you can't control. So it was definitely a lot for me at the time, um, especially going to school. I went to school where there weren't that many black people, let alone yeah. anybody with alopecia. So it mm-hmm. was a little bit difficult, you know, bobbing and weaving in that environment. But I feel like I'm getting into a lot now. But <laughs> yes, basically. Oh, that's allowed. That's allowed. <laughs> yeah. I was going to ask, like, I can't imagine, like, you're nine, like, you are going through a lot already, like normal, like childhood stuff. Like being yeah. a nine-year-old is not being. So I'm sorry, <laughs> it's not easy. And like, like you said, like you are in a predominantly white space already, so you're already tackling that. And then mm. you had this added on top. So like, how did you navigate that? Like, how did that affect like your? Did it affect like your friendships? Did it affect like how you saw yourself? Like, how did you like take that? And also, sorry, two questions. Mm-hmm. Did you, when you were, like, diagnosed, did you know what, like, because, you know, like, when they tell you something when you're younger, you're like, okay, but, like, you don't really mm-hmm. get it. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. how did you, like, grasp, like, did you grasp that noise, like, oh, this is what is happening, and, like, this is going to affect me, like, how was that? Sorry, I give you two questions. It's okay, you're good. For the first question, um, I, because I was uh, very, like, othered in the just by the fact that I like, you know, being black and then not mm-hmm. being American or of American descent. Um, right. It was just, you know, I had a group of friends who were, you know, just people who were othered in different ways. You know, mm. they might've enjoyed something that was a little less mainstream. You know, that was, I was mm-hmm. definitely hanging around the hashtag, not like other girls. <laughs> <laughs> yes shout out to all of them i feel like i follow a couple of them on instagram too right now so if they should ever come across this podcast i love you and i miss you i hope you're well um but yeah that was like middle school and then like i went to high school and it was like you know that that's later in the story but middle school when i was diagnosed it was just like I went to a private school, we weren't allowed to wear like headscarves or hats. So when I like mm-hmm. was trying to wear, all of a sudden my mom had to come in. And you know, obviously when your mom wants to go black Karen on the school administration, you're just there like, oh my God. And she's just like, my daughter has received a recent diagnosis and please just. And so like the administration, of course, would, they were fine. But, you know, kids can be a little you know, be like, you know, we're not allowed to wear hats. And I'm like, well, I got permission. It's like, what's going on under your hat anyway? Are you having a bad hair di- a bad hair day? What's going on? Like, and I guess they were really curious. Mm-hmm. But, you know, yeah. I guess at that point, kids are not, like, taught. You know, people yeah. have their business, you know. Yeah. They have their yeah. business and you can mind your own. So Literally. I was definitely trying to, like, find creative ways to, like, I guess kind of shuck and jive through all of the conversations um but to the second question I did grasp it I think I did definitely I understood that there wasn't a cure because it's not something you catch it's not something that's contagious mm-hmm. it is your body thinking that is doing an excellent job at protecting you and ultimately just you know eliminating or erasing like all of the hair so it's you know, they wanted to put me on immune suppressants and my mom was like, no, we're not doing that. She's not suppressing her immune system for nothing. It's like, because when you suppress your immune system, 
you can't file for infections as well. Yeah. Yeah. So she's just like, I'm not risking that, especially because a lot of the stuff was like clinical trials at that point. And so she was just like, no, like we did a bunch of treatments did you know somebody else that had uh, like any family member do you know if it runs in the family or anything like that no but you know these things with autoimmune disorders different types of autoimmune disorders are genetic so like you know i in my family there has been a history of like some autoimmune disorders so Mm -hmm. i'm not like that surprised with you know this nowadays but growing up it just felt really random because i didn't know about my medical history my family's medical history so i was like okay wait like now i get it like i was like okay now things are making sense but at that (laughs) point i was just like why me you know like what's going on why and you know my parents they're like you know very devout christians very like you know you again from the beginning of the conversation you know pastor's child type of vibe yeah so yeah they were just like you know at the end of the day god you know i used to ask why me my dad would say why not you and Mm. i guess that's as a kid i was just like what are you talking about (laughs) (laughs) i was like Oh God! Like parents, parents are very interested with that outlook. Like, I'm just like, are you actually this positive in life? I was like, like for real. I just be no. My parents before I turned this thing into a podcast about my parents because I love those people <laughs> to the moon and back. Like, but they are literally. I'm like, yeah, are you okay. Excuse me. Like, you're telling a nine year old why not you? I mean, thank but you. Then, but like at the end of the day, even like I kind of was able to work it out myself and be like, now yeah. I'm like in this life, like everything that happens to me, not to say that God like forces us to go through bad things or designs mm-hmm. our traumas and designs our like hurts and the things that are hard for us. But, you know, he's always in the work of redeeming it and always in the work of making it something that, you know, can make us stronger. And if we just let him, if we just let those things um Go, I'm about to I'm about to preach a word. Um, but no, it is like if we, we just let <laughs> LOL. If we just let, you know, those things go and we, you know, stop making it about just me, you know, and that's something I had to grow into as well. So like it was definitely hard to grasp, but I did grasp it growing up and I was I would pray for it to go away and to my mom, she would also keep praying today. She still prays like, oh, you know one day your hair will come back and I'm like okay. girl have you have you kind of accepted it now most definitely yeah. I think that you know um I guess that gets into the story I don't know if you'll ask about this later but it gets into the story of how I like why I don't have any hair now like there mm-hmm. are people with alopecia who have like full heads of hair you have to like part their hair mm-hmm. a little bit to see the little patches and then mm-hmm. the patches will grow back and then they'll fall out again. And for some people, it's like a cycle. And for me, that kind of cycle perpetuated itself until I didn't have that much hair left on my head. And then I was going to go to school. And I was like 14, mm-hmm. 15 at the time. And I told my dad, I was like, I'm tired of wearing wigs. I'm tired of tying head scarf. I'm tired of wearing hats. I'm tired of all of this. Please mm-hmm. just, you know, take that thing. Go yeah, just whatever. <laughs> Please, just mm-hmm. I'm done. And so he agreed and my mom agreed. And um that's you know now you see 
are doing signature look today. Um, I love it. And Her. yeah, fun fun fact is that like this happened right around when the first Black Panther movie was being advertised. Yeah. So as soon as I walked out of my parents' bathroom, like after my dad had, you know, finished shaving off what was left of my hair, yeah, I saw this, like literally the same day, the same moment, I walked out and I saw the advertisement and I saw the um, Dora Milaje up there just like flash on the screen for a split second. I was like, <laughs> is this the new car phenomenon? Like I'm bald now and I'm seeing bald ladies everywhere. I was like, <laughs> oh my like, God. <laughs> And I was like, yeah. I, I don't know. It really helped. That that movie really helped. But yeah, here we are. Yeah, that I wanted to say like that similar thing happened to like when I cut off my whole hair. Like I said, everything on my Instagram feed, every everywhere, mm-hmm. every person that I follow now does. <laughs> it's yes. crazy. Is that if they're targeting you? Like yes, they're list- They're watching. <laughs> They're watching. <laughs> They're looking at you. <laughs> but yeah, um, I wanted to ask you about the scarf thing. Like, so entering into college, I know that when I first saw you, like, you would always have a scarf on and stuff. But then mm-hmm. at some point, like junior year or something like that, like, I never like you stopped wearing it entirely. And I noticed that shift. But was there something like? Your, about your thought process or anything going on that way like when you came to college you were wearing a scarf and then all of a sudden no not anymore yeah so basically um I was just kind of trying to stop conversation because mm-hmm. a lot of times when you are different from people they will ask you a lot of very googleable questions Literally. um <laughs> and I'm like she I resemble google for your eye there, oh. you carry phone around, yeah, watching TikTok. <laughs> Go and look it up. But Google is basically, free. Google is too free for some of the stuff I'll be seeing out here. Literally. <laughs> too free. So I'm basically, it was just kind of like, oh, I'm in college. And then a part of it was trying to prevent, literally just trying to prevent sunburn because this school that we go to, that way I'm walking up and down in this <laughs> blistering. <laughs> Uh, it's okay. But, you know, I would just try because, like, you know, your skin is very important and very sensitive. And mm-hmm. I was just trying to prevent, like, sun damage as well. So uh, this was first year out in pre-sunscreen days. You know, I'd wear a scarf to kind of protect. <laughs> and then also to get people to stop. At, like, you know, they would just... And this is something I know now as well. Like, people, as soon as they... Like, if I'm not... Like, if my head is not out people don't recognize me it's actually very funny like if i wear a hood or a hat or something and i wave at people they're like oh (laughs) so i don't know if i'm trying to be a little more incognito i'll wear something on my head to like if i'm not trying to talk to too many people i'm sitting Mm -hmm. here divulging my secrets all of my friends are gonna listen to this and be (laughs) like ah i i see your tricks now but yeah yeah so that's kind of what it was and then like after a while i think once i kind of started getting used to the environment to people and then people were asking me less I guess you know it was my first first year people are in that like get to know you phase so they're like oh Mm -hmm. you know here's something different about you like let me ask which is fair like I mean I was saying that the questions are googleable because they are but Mm -hmm. I'm not coming for anybody for asking or being curious like that's the best thing you can do Mm -hmm. I was just gonna say what was the weirdest thing somebody asked you like that was like okay 
Um, I was asked if it was contagious once. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, not on campus, so not at school, but like at high, in high school, I was asked if it was contagious. And because I'm a troll, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> yes. And then I started <laughs> running after the person. <laughs> <laughs> and oh I just like god. put my head down. I was like, "Ready?" And they're like, "Oh my goodness!" <laughs> it was funny. I have also been asked if I have cancer, which you know, fiacqua. Um, but like, hey. you, I don't know. The assumptions are just so interesting. Um, and then the third thing, I guess that would that sticks out to me the most that I get commented or is like when I'm I go out and I'm not like wearing a dress or something sometimes people and mm-hmm. it's usually old older people and i just don't know if it's an eyesight thing i'm trying to give them the benefit of the doubt but i get called sir a lot more than i would care to admit mm-hmm. um so mm-hmm. people just automatically assuming like i'm a man or you know they're just like it's it's interesting to have to sacrifice femininity on the altar of comfort and you know mm-hmm. what i deem to be modesty so like yeah weird stuff yeah so let's backtrack a little back mm-hmm. to high school and even now like would you like how has your self-esteem changed or like evolved with this like like for example people asking you these stupid questions and like would you say it ever like affected you like your self-esteem how you saw yourself versus now where you feel like more confident in, in yourself and and who you are Mm, that's a very good question. I think that um, growing up, I've kind of given myself like a personality or like heart of steel. You mm. know, when people would say stuff, you know, like when people would ask me like if it's contagious, I nowadays I probably like answer them like a serious person. But when I was younger, <laughs> I would just use sarcasm and all that stuff to kind of like deal. Um, yeah. But at the end of the day. It's not ever been any of the spoken stuff where the, my self-esteem has been affected because people will come and, you know, they'll say like, oh, you're beautiful and this, this, that. And I get stopped in the streets sometimes and I'm like, oh, thank you. Thank you. You know, that type of thing. <laughs> but I'm like, sometimes people be telling me these things in like the weirdest places. I'm like, I'm filling up my gas. And they're like, oh, you're so pretty. And I'm like, thanks. <laughs> um <laughs> I'm like, are you saying this because, like, you think I'm pretty, or do I need to spray you with this gas? Like, <laughs> like, do I am I am I safe in this moment? <laughs> but really, it's like that stuff. Like, literally, even to the like throwback to the dilemma. Like, I felt like that for a while, you know, where my friends would like date, and you know, or just literally just anything. I, you know, I felt like it's difficult to kind of feel like you're beautiful when you don't see yourself in places and spaces where, you know, beauty is, you know, discussed or, um, you know, it's just not a thing. You're, you know, people with alopecia, a lot of people with alopecia work hard to make sure that people don't see like, oh, sick when they see yeah. you and this was like they think that you don't have hair you know you you're not well and you mm. know a lot of times people associate those things with cancer and like definitely yeah. heart goes out to all those who are fighting with cancer and dealing with cancer and going undergoing chemo um 
it's just that it's it's definitely different. And there's been this heavy like medicalization of baldness in women. Mm. And, you know, it's something to be fixed and something to be cured. And a lot of times, you know, I, I went through all the things. I used to get injections in my scalp and I would go and they would put like anywhere from like 30 to 50 injections in my scalp to get these Dang. like topical treatments in there. And I was like in middle school at this point. And I just, and a lot of people with alopecia will tell you that they go through all these like experimental things. I did this UV treatment as well, where they would like put UV light on my head, trying to like stimulate follicle growth and, or follicle like activation. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, at the end of the day, I'm like, what am I even doing this for? I don't want to be spending. It was my, every Thursday, I remember I'd go to these appointments. And I was like, I don't want to spend my Thursday evenings doing this. I'm mm, a kid. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. so it's just like with self-esteem, I think that I kind of, you know, would just brush off everything that people said. Because I was already black in a really white space. And this is like white right. Southern space. So I was mm-hmm. like used to it. But, you know, growing up, it just kind of is hard, you know, when, you know, people would... You can hear the conversation around you shift a little bit. You know, when you were little, it's like, oh, yes, it's long hair. You're so pretty. Da, 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 da. And it kind of is this like, yeah, it feels more belabored for people to be like, oh, you're still beautiful. Oh, you're still, mm. you know, it's you're it's, you know, you can manage it like that. We're just managing you like that is how it feels yeah. a lot of the time. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that it's definitely not linear. I think that more days than not, I feel like I'm a, you know, a fine babe. sexy, fine, fine babe, fine girl, hot <laughs> cake. Please don't talk to me anyhow. But you know, there are some days where the hot cake is feeling a little lukewarm, um, yeah. and you know, we're kind of feeling like fat. Fine, fine, fine girl, you know. So <laughs> it's definitely not, lin- it's definitely not linear, but I also don't think it's anything outside of like normal stuff. People, we have the same face, same body. We wake up every day, look in the same mirror. And yesterday I was feeling great. Today I'm not feeling great. Tomorrow I'm feeling amazing. You know, it's just these things yeah. change with the situation. So I guess that's kind of been it for me. I hope I answered the question. <laughs> No, you did. We love this. I'm really, I'm really glad that we're talking about this because it's like nobody really talks about this enough. And then, like, mm-hmm. when people see someone that is bald, like you said, it goes automatic automatically to do you have cancer? Oh my god! When I cut my hair and I was at work, this man was like, "Oh, did somebody die?" Because like. <laughs> No, because like you know, some cultures in um Africa, Jesus. African cultures, they make people like shave mm-hmm. off their hair. Mm-hmm. So that was he was just like, oh, is everything okay? Did you lose somebody? I'm sorry, so, I like, would say people are so bold. Like people are actually so bold because if you're thinking it, why do you have to ask me, bro? Like the questions people ask, I'm like the audacity. Like you can. Think it in your head, that's fine. <laughs> so you walk up to me and I, you open your mouth, did somebody die? And you think that's value. It's crazy. I'm so I'm so sorry. Because what if somebody actually died? Like why yeah, do you my... feel privy to that inf- like why do you think you need to know that? Like it's crazy. That's oh my actually God. hilarious. Because like, yeah, what if somebody died? I'd be like, Literally. Yeah. <laughs> So I was just like, oh, no, this is by choice. Will you bring that back to life? Like, don't um, get it. It's like, it's as if it's like, 
when you're like people don't see that some women can just choose to cut their hair like it's okay like it's not something that is supposed to be where so people don't talk about it enough but like what would you like people to know about alopecia if they're listening to this um that there is not any one person who can properly educate you on how to interact with people with alopecia just people are human beings treat them like human beings you know Um, understand that not everybody is at a point in their journey where, you know, they're able to, you know, just rock a completely bald head. Some people are, some people are not. Um, Doesn't make them any less valid in their journey. Doesn't make them ashamed. Um, Mm -hmm. We don't live in a very safe world for people to look, you know, drastically outside of the norm. Um, Again, like, um, a lot of it, especially for like people like me, like women with alopecia, it's very difficult when you kind of are consistently getting your um, femininity stripped from you um, without your consent. And you kind of have to like sit in front of your mirror every day and spend a little extra time being like, okay, will this thing that I'm wearing make people call me sir or like misgender me or something like that? Like, I'm. Like, how do I, you know, make it so that... Because, like, most days, I'm just, like, able to let it roll off my back. But sometimes, it just be messing up my whole day. I'm like, you looked at all of this fine, and you said, sir, I look (laughs) clean your eye. Please. (laughs) Who who are you? What? Like, what? Who are you talking to? But, you know, all that stuff. Just, like, being... um, you know, just showing up as yourself is, like, it can be harder when people kind of don't, you know, like, act like you're really different or, you know, mm, weird, yeah. but not in, like, an outright way, but just, like, asking questions they wouldn't ask other people, stares, like, people act like we don't see them staring. <laughs> mm. Like, I'm like, they're pretending to clean their eye. I'm like, my friends... <laughs> <laughs> they didn't bore me yesterday like it's okay like i can see you so you know all that stuff uh, i think that also educating yourself really important there are a lot of mm-hmm. like there's a lot of information out there about so much like we said google is free like just look it up mm-hmm. don't make any one person with alopecia like your sole educator you know and I, maybe this is me my shameless plug like stop asking me questions <laughs> some people <laughs> some people I will say again, some people love to be asked the questions. Um, And like, I do love to talk to people about like a more institutional level of stuff, like, you know, demedicalizing this a little bit, you know, not Mm -hmm. having it be like, oh, you're like, people see you and they see patient, people see you and they see like sick person. Um, And it's like a really unfortunate, you know, and they, think like oh you're so brave like no please stop calling me brave i'm just existing like if you like the other thing is like i just feel like one other thing is most of the people that i've spoken to who have alopecia like whether it be virtually or in person do not want to hear you come up to them and say i could never i could (laughs) never 
my head is so lumpy. Like I could not, Jesus. I could never be. I, I couldn't do what you. I love it so. Oh my god! Because who sent you, you message? Literally, yes. what yes. is wrong with people? Because they come up to, and they think it's a compliment. It's just like, oh, you know, you, ah, uh, man, I don't know what I would do if I had alopecia. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I mean, I've had people come up to me and say stuff like, oh, like I, it wouldn't look good on me if I cut my hair or mm-hmm. something like that. Because like, oh, you're so, it looks so good on you, something like that. But I guess, yeah, whatever. It doesn't like I don't know. It's just not. <laughs> Simi looks dumbfounded no, right now. She I'm said, so "I'm too stunned to speak." <laughs> Please. Oh, no, but it's the fact that do. you come out to somebody and say, "I could never." That's what I'm saying. Yes! The audacity is like you guys are too audacious. Like what? And then, like, if I come and say something, I'm now angry black woman. Do you see the intersectionality? Do you literally? See? Because like, I will woes you <laughs> if you come to me and ask me that. Like what? <laughs> that is ridiculous. I'm so sorry. Like people there are, are actually tears so in my silly. Eyes. People very, are so silly. Very. But like you know, ultimately, I love um, you know, I love people using like bald women and using their platform. Um, like there is the oddity she is yeah she does not have alopecia but like Mm -hmm. she is bald and does go through a lot of the like issues with femininity and presentation and navigating the world and like makes content about that and she's just like literally the sweetest and Mm -hmm. you know if she should ever hear this i want to be a friend please (laughs) like i I want to be friends please (laughs) i love her so much literally when i have a bad day Sometimes I'll be watching her like get ready videos or literally just yeah. anything that she makes. It's just so, so I just love it. And she also encourages me to kind of like also talk about these experiences because there are people with hair who don't, who don't think about this stuff, you know, whether it's mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm trying to prevent getting sunburn on my head. Do I look at the weather and then wear a hat or sunscreen or both? or a scarf okay what will go with my outfit it's just like there's some interesting little like at least for me personally interesting little Mm -hmm. things i have to do and Mm -hmm. you know like how does you know just like self-perception work Mm -hmm. and all that stuff so it's definitely you know you go out and you dress up in a way that people won't call you sir it's just like oh am i comfortable like oh do i feel like well like protected you know yeah. Okay, if I'm dressing up and I just feel comfortable, it's just like certain mm. certain you're just like I wanna go home. Um <laughs> so yeah. That's Literally. It. But now that I like 'cause we you got we're all young now, I would like people are dating and stuff like that. I am and like like you've mentioned like a couple of times, like there's this association of like women and hair, like I don't know. Who I don't know who started it, but honestly, it's like, like as a woman, you should have like it's not. It doesn't even say like point blank like you should have it, but, but like yeah. So she bust down with the bang, you know. Literally, <laughs> was one of my fears when I was cutting my hair. I was like, is there's this expectation that you're supposed to have hair, like you're supposed to have braids on or something like that? Yeah, like there was even this TikTok like like there's, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with this TikTok before everyone's gonna swallow me, but like there's this TikTok that people ask like, 
oh, what's your favorite hairstyle on, on a black woman? Something like that. Like, so there's a very, very strong association of like women and hair, especially, I would say, especially black women, but yep. I don't want people to swallow me, but I think that is true. Like, black women and hair, like, we love, like, I think from when we're younger, like, they're always like, oh, your hair, your hair, your hair, your hair, your hair, yeah. like, it's like yeah. ingrained in you. So, like, mm-hmm. looking at that and like, looking at you, like, whenever you want to start dating or if you're already dating or whatnot, like, is there any, do you have like a fear about that or like, like how would you, how do you think, I don't know, I've gone, my question has left my brain, but like, do you have like, <laughs> is there any fear that comes with that or like, is there like any like thing like you feel like you should be wary of or like, are you like, I don't care, like free spirit, like whatever happens, happens, like how are you, going to, like how do you think you're, navigating that if you're already doing that or how do you hope to navigate it once you start dating and stuff like that Mm. um i think that it's kind of become less of a thing for me i think that you know people's attitudes toward it have been something that have informed um or it's informed a lot of my views on it and i think i'm trying to like deconstruct that because again like that whole like brave thing or oh you're so lucky you won't attract shallow people because you know if they see that you're bald like somebody you know, that's said a- that <laughs> like what are people saying <laughs> no people be so t- they say things like oh you know like i don't know for me again now we're here in this part of my story i chose not to wear like makeup for this because like i'm missing a little bit of my eyebrow as well because i think this is progressing Mm -hmm. to universalis right so that's basically where you lose like all the hair on your body and people are like oh my gosh you're so lucky you don't have to like shave or wax i'm like yeah i guess being bullied for like three years of my life was so in middle school having people pick me apart i'm like people just i think the in- honestly though i blame the internet i think the internet has made us too bold people think that they just because Literally. they're sitting in their mother's basement and no one can they can just say all sorts of orishi rishi i'm just Literally. like i'm just like i'm lo- okay you try walking around with half an eyebrow you try it will you be saying you're lucky <laughs> see what that does for your confidence i want you to take a razor blade today and i want you to just 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 go in there just go go him go him and then tell me <laughs> who is lucky because literally like it, people and i granted i'm like i wouldn't trade this for the world i mm. but it is work it's work because you know and i know as a first of all a black woman black women are constantly masculinized period yes hair yeah. or no hair and like people um and this like ties into the dating question people will like be you know there's this whole movement and this could be a whole nother podcast episode about like oh being your masculine and being in your feminine this is that like oh you when you're dating the man needs to do this this and that if you're doing insert random very neutral task that's you being in your masculine you need to and i'm like with this sort of like culture you know adding that on top of like not presenting in the most like hyper feminine way is very it's interesting i think that you know in terms of dating culture i go about dating very differently than most and so i feel like a fly on the wall Mm. um (laughs) observing this sort of dynamic and before i like you know got to a better a much better place now Mm -hmm. um than i was before i would be really afraid i was like dang like 
if I, okay, if I decide that I want to wear wigs and do like a lot of makeup and, you know, from my lips to your ears, Lord, because if I wanted to become a wig girly, I have to be rich. Um, <laughs> another, <laughs> besides the point, but like, if I decided yeah, that I had the money to be too. spending on wigs and installation and whatnot, like, cool. Then we'd have people being like, oh, but you know, she's bald though, taking her swimming on the first day. Yeah. <sighs> They do that to um, Gino Shalom Black. Shalom, Shalom. Okay, because first of all, congratulations on your baby. We love her. <laughs> Period. We love her. I love Shalom Black. Those were she was the first person that I watched when like I said I was going to just go ball. Mm. And like I most definitely like be your own kind of beautiful was her whole brand. And I was just like, Mwah. but they that's literally what I saw. And I think not yeah. that I would, you know, internalize these things because they were done to me. It's just like I would see these things happen to other bald women. And mm. I'd just be like, yeah. damn the world is just so terrible like oh literally my oh my god yeah because i'm just like things with like wig falling off uh, this is a separate aside why do people mm. think that's funny like that is not funny at all Pulling like people's when I wigs off. Was, for, yeah i don't think that is funny at all like i find that very like see me because <laughs> it's just it's so see does not agree like, you don't think that's funny? Like when somebody's, when somebody's wig to fall off, like not yeah, somebody dragging it off. No, that's different. That's bullying. No, but, but if, I think that I don't think if, that's funny. If somebody's wig to like, because I, I, I think, don't think that's funny. She said, the only, she's trying to get her composure. The only time I think it's funny is like it depends on like the situation that I fell yeah, off. Like, or if somebody said that like. Or if somebody has been saying, oh, this is my natural hair, and then it falls off. But, like, just that's in general, funny. when I watch videos or, like, when I see somebody's wig fall off, I don't think that's funny. I don't think that's that. Fair. It depending on the context. Though, don't, that's don't fair. That's you fair. see me laughing. It depends on the context. Maybe if they were like... If they were People like, say, we caught you in 4K. Lawrence, <laughs> we caught no. you. No, but, like, something, like, the ones that I think is funny is, like, if somebody... I've seen videos of this girl dancing with her wig, and then she takes it off or something, or, like, it falls yeah, off. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, ha, ha, yeah, ha, that's ha, whatever. Mm-hmm. But, like, just in general, people like to make fun of, like... Okay, mm-hmm. there's an example of that. Like, recently, there's this um, rapper, singer, whatever, and you had himself on London. She was performing, and she was rolling her hair, rolling her hair, and then she did, like, this. Like, she bent her head forward and bent it back, and then the wig slipped. But then she now held it back and held it down, right? And then it went viral. That one I don't, I didn't even think it was funny. Honestly, I don't, I don't even know why it went viral funny because, because I'm just like, <laughs> it's it happens, the job. like it's weak. It's like, like, the territory. It's a weak to me because people. I think people think it's funny because of like this idea of like if you're like if you don't have hair, if you're bald underneath or whatever. Like if you don't, if that's not your natural hair, I don't know if people find something humorous about that like i really don't that understand. thing of you yeah, I, don't I don't know i don't understand it i don't understand it but yeah. whatever and even there's just so much Say what you're like, saying. Sorry. yes no you're, you're so fine <laughs> even with that stuff like people just just even with bald people you know there are lots of people with alopecia who like you know, influence based on humor. There's like this one guy who has alopecia. He's completely bald and like he does things mm-hmm. where he like sticks things to his head or whatever. And you know, that's your living your experience. Hopefully, he's getting a bag. You know, <laughs> earn earn your money because if this world's gonna laugh at you anyway, might as well get some money sure. off of it. Um, but yeah, people just really find it so like. And there's also like the fetishization of bald people, like bald women. Mm. Like people are so 
and people are so brave on the internet so brave some of the stuff i'd be reading when people like bald women influence and watching people say like you know acting like you know being bald is just this weird edge case and like bald people can just be like packed to one side yeah Yeah. oh what are you doing if the girl comes to you and she has a wig on and then she's bald underneath oh you know like such a stupid question (laughs) i'm like because I've seen that before. I've seen questions like I'm like, okay, and yeah, that's that's the type of stuff that I don't think is funny. It's like, not even a sensible question. It's no, not. for real. People it's really think not. It's, it's annoying, but whatever. Yeah, I don't know Such if there was another life. question after that because you were asking about like the dating scheme and any fears. Yeah. Like, it was definitely a big thing for me. And I kind of just accepted, like, you know, because of my personality as well. I was just mm-hmm. like, you know, I'm going to be, um, I'm sure if you know me and you've asked me about dating and stuff, probably in the first couple of years of my university experience, I was like, I'm going to be by myself in a mansion on a mountain with a billy goat named Bartholomew. My billy goat. Yes. <laughs> and the only tension I will have to deal with is the tension between me and this goat, and whether I or not, I should make that goat is to stew. <laughs> so <laughs> that's all I want. You people are your dating wildlife much, oh but God, now I'm like so a lot, a lot more open to it. You know, to facing those tensions and to calling them out when you know I see them because it's just I can't like make myself small or keep myself from experiencing good things because I like have seen how awful the world can be you know all these what ifs and yes like in this life is to learn to love god love yourself and to love the people around you so Mm -hmm. and that's again back to our you know a call back to our lovely person on the dilemma like genuinely that's just what i had to do i was just like yeah i'm i'm here and i'm alive and i am surrounded by beautiful people and Mm. i am you know, I have so many privileges that I cannot continue to take for granted. So, and, you know, for me, what my grandmother would always tell me, and again, with these, this whole positivity on older Nigerian adults needs to be studied, but she would be like, she would be like, it's crazy. She's like, oh, at least, you know, if this thing on your head is not there, at least inside your head is intact and your health is intact. And I'm like, part of me is like, well, grandma, that's like not not the most sensitive thing. But, you know, when I come, when I come down to it, when I truly come down to it and I have to like look, zoom all the way out, I'm like, look, I could have hair. And there would still be something that I could find a problem with myself. Exactly. I yeah. could not have hair, you know, and there would still be something. So, like, I always do my best to, like, remember, like, I am healthy and I am alive and I am so yeah, grateful. Yes. And it takes so much work to get out of that place when, you know, you don't live in a world that, like, encourages you to see that anyway, you know. Yeah. It's it's really yeah. hard. But like genuinely that's it. Like I just have you have that love that you're surrounded with, you really have to tap into it, you know. And mm. it's so easy to miss. You know, there's love literally in the wind that blows through your clothing, you know. That yeah. the birds that you're hearing, there's love there. The people on this podcast, I can feel all of the love. <laughs> and you know it's just it's they just have to realize that there's just so many more important things in this life than aesthetics because for me now like there are people who like that i'm bald who have told me like girl if you had hair like 
when you do put on wigs, I'm like, ah, I don't know. I'm like, well, I prefer myself bald anyway. So <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm like, ah, so, you know, all that stuff. Like, and so it's just like, wow, you know, people, there are people who are willing to support, you know, and I'm mm-hmm. really grateful for the people who are curious in sensitive ways who don't come and ask me some I'm not going to say what I like to say, but so questionable things. Yes, Mm -hmm. that's, yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely a journey with this whole thing. And, and I'm assuming that it's not linear. Like, again, some days might be good. Other days might be, oh, well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's just like, well, gotta, you know, go be like, I am beautiful. I'm going to put it in there. I'm beautiful. <laughs> I'm lovely. I take my own breath away. Yes. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you got to remind yourself. I have yeah. affirmations on my sticky notes on my... Oh my gosh. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, ah, I had something else I wanted to say. Sorry. I could go on mm-hmm. forever and ever. But you were talking about black women and hair. And mm-hmm. that's something that's a whole other aspect of this for me because I believe in the innate intimacy of getting your hair done by somebody, you know, like mm. being close to someone. And I do my sibling, mm-hmm. like a cornrow twist, all that stuff, my sibling's hair. Don't, oh, I shouldn't have said that. The people at our school are going to be like, oh, you cornrow, you twist. <laughs> Please, oh, I, I don't, don't cry. Do <laughs> I don't do that. Advertisement. This is free. No. <laughs> no. Braids, twists, tutus, <laughs> and whatever I want, pick and drop. Watermelon. Mm-hmm. She does all. Water- oh, hey, let's him there. Watermelon. <laughs> Which one is watermelon again? I don't actually know. <laughs> but yes, don't know. literally, like you know, I would do that stuff, and it's just interesting, you know, to look at the black dynamic of like having that be a two dimension or two way street and then it being mm. a one way thing like I can never no one can no I could do my hair um so basically yeah like it's just really interesting to think about that stuff because like you know at home out like my mom will have me like cornrow her hair and all that stuff and it used to be that like you know when she was when I was younger she would do mine and like, yeah, it's just so, like, it's really interesting to me. And, you know, seeing that dynamic and seeing when hair is talked about, there isn't, you know, ever really at least a nod to those who don't have hair, whether it even be by choice or what. Because, like, there's just this, you know, I, be- I think it's like a capitalism thing where they're trying to, like, mm. sell you hair products and stuff. So, like, yeah. Black women, your crown, your, you know. This was like Walmart. So... That Walmart is <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's so, it's so cringe. I'm so, so cringe. So so cringy. Like <laughs> that Walmart yeah. African section. Yes, the crown, Crazy. natural tresses, and you're just like, <laughs> and you know those companies are now even owned by white people. White people. Thank you very much. My That's what blew <laughs> my. I said, wow. Thank you very much. Wow. Yeah, yeah. The only thing black what is the models. My crown. What do you know? What do you know? <laughs> what? What? The same crown. What do you know? Literally. That's so Girl. funny. But yeah, oh, wow. yeah, yeah. Genuinely, it's a very interesting world. Very. very, yeah. very. 
Well, thank you so much for coming. <laughs> thank you for having me. I love this so, so much. There's just so much to think about, and having alopecia is a very complex thing. So, thank you for making space yeah. for us to discuss. Of course. Yeah, no oh, problem. what? Yeah. I would say I was our first guest this season. So, oh yeah. You know. Oh my gosh, that's you're, so you're cool. launching it. <laughs> wow. New season yeah. teens. Hello. We are the openers. Per period. Let them know. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Like Frank said, thank you so much. And like I really appreciate it. And I'm speaking for our listeners. I know that this is I think it's one of my favorite episodes. I feel like I say that all the time. No. <laughs> but like, I'm being real. Like, this was such a great conversation. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast and giving us, you know, some wise sage words from you, your parents, and your grandma. Like, how yeah. many people can pull that up? Not, not too many people can do that. Oh, you are one um, of one. So, ah, thank you. Be proud of that. Exactly. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, but that is it from us at the DJ Podcast. Adun, do you have any last minute words you'd like to say before we sign out? Um, uh, I guess I'll say don't forget to drink your water. Uh, take care of yourselves. And you that's know, crazy. When before you said that, I was thinking that I was like, drink water and mind your mind business. Your business. Said, yes. <laughs> drink your like, water. I to say that. <laughs> if you want nice skin. Well, you said it too, and the people should listen. Listen well, well. <laughs> if you want clear skin, drink water and mind your business. Your Don't go business. and ask bald women a bunch of random questions that you wouldn't be Literally. asking women with hair. Thank you very mm-hmm. much. Because there are people with hair who have cancer too. So, anyway. Drink your water. Mind your business. Be full of love. Write the good in stone and the bad in sand. And just live life to the fullest. Stay amazing. And y'all made me want to have a podcast, low key. <laughs> They're like, Adam, you have a podcast voice. And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about, but thank you. <laughs> so, my debut, maybe, maybe we'll have a podcast. Maybe oh. we'll, we'll see. Yeah, let's see. And then we'll bring see. Florence and see me on the podcast. Let's know. Let's, let's go. go. Let us know. Yes. <laughs> okay, so we're signing out this week on the JGA podcast. Don't forget to like. And uh, follow us on Instagram at DigiGetPod. Send in your dilemmas with the link on our Instagram bio. Again, dilemma does not have to be about love. It can be about life, please. Uh, and, yeah, we'll see you next week. Bye. Next two weeks. So sorry. Weeks. Sorry. <laughs> next <laughs> two weeks. <laughs> in two weeks. I feel like I make this mistake every time, but yes. Bye. Bye. Love y'all. Bye. Yeah.